The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn News. Hey there, it's Dan Roth, LinkedIn's Editor-in-Chief. Welcome to This Is Quick, where we ask our This Is Working guests pointed questions about their own best practices. My guest today is Sally Sussman, who we learned from last week. All right, Sally, thank you for sticking around for some more uh, deep questions into how you manage yourself and your life and your team. So number one question, what do you always have with you? Is there any gear or item or app that you can't show up to work without? I always have walking shoes because sometimes I just need to put on my sneakers and take a walk around the block. And being able to to get around the city on my own two feet is very important to me. When did you first know what you wanted to do? When I was a very young kid, I knew I wanted to do something in politics and journalism. I couldn't have named it what I am today, but those two interests really always drove me. Did your parents encourage that, or were they trying to steer you in a different direction? Oh, no, no. They were all in. They were all in. I had a little newspaper of my neighborhood, and they were my only subscribers. What's one habit or item or process that helps you stay productive? I'm an early riser. I get up. It starts with a five, usually for me. And I get up. I sit quietly in my kitchen. I have coffee. I read. I think. I write. And that ritual of the morning is very important to the rest of my day. Is your wife up with you at that no, time? No, nobody's moving, which makes is what makes it so good. <laughs> What's the one thing that can derail your productivity? Multitasking. I think it's really destructive. I'm doing a bunch of things and really doing nothing. I make mistakes when I'm multitasking. I'm on a crusade against multitasking. Who was your first mentor, and what was something important you learned from him or her? That would be Jeanette Sarkasian-Wagner, who I met at the Estee Lauder Companies. I was in my late 30s, she was in her mid-70s, and I had the opportunity to travel with her one time, and she taught me to always make sure I have some amount of time when on a business trip to see something. And, you know, get out and go to a local park or check out a museum. So most recently I was at South by Southwest, and I went and pursued a barbecue. And I thought about Jeanette, that it can't just be the conference room, the airport. What do you think makes someone want to mentor someone else? What was it that Jeanette saw in you that made her think, I want to bring Sally under my wing? That is a great question. You know, I think it's a kindness and a curiosity about the other person. And I was kind of pushy. I mean, I sort of pushed my way in on her. I sort of identified her perhaps more than she identified me but I was grateful for it forever. She's had a huge impact on my life. Love that. All right, Sally, someone shows up for a one-on-one with you. What drives you nuts or what makes you want to extend that one-on-one? I love when people turn up with an agenda. When we have the agenda, we go through things and then we have more time to catch up on other things. But when people just show up and seem to be sort of wandering through their mind about what they want to talk to, I'm, I'm looking at my watch. Any mistakes you've made along the way in your career that you now look at as a life lesson? I have made tons of mistakes. I've detailed many of them in my book, Breaking Through. But the one that always haunts me was early in my career. Uh, I was working in the mailroom of a United States senator, and I overheard a piece of information about his plans that he was considering to retire. 
I was naive, I was young, I was trying to impress others, and I told someone that private information, who then told someone, and the next thing you know, it had snowballed out of control, and the press was asking the senator about his retirement plans. So I blew it, and the leak was figured back to me, and I, I apologized to him, but it was never the same between he and I, and I was deeply embarrassed. But the good news is, I've never broken a confidence since. And in the work that I do, where I'm privy to so much material information, it's a core competency. And I learned it through a, a pretty big mistake. So how do you teach other people then who might be in the situation you were at at that young age where you do want to seem important, you've learned something, that information is currency. How do you help them, I don't know, find something else to see about themselves or to realize that they can't talk about it? Well, I share my story. I also have something in my department called Open Mic Night, when people get up and also share their goofs, and whether it's about learning to keep a confidence or something else, before too long, we're laughing about it, and the shame is, of the mistake is gone, and the learning opportunities really emerge. So whatever it is, whether it's keeping a confidence or maybe someone who just made an error, it happens, and we have to be able to brush off our knees and get up and keep going and be resilient. Sally, what's a job you turn down and why? I was offered a very good job um, in Philadelphia at a midpoint in my career. And it would have been a step up and it was a great company. It didn't work for my wife and my daughter to move at that time. And so I had to reluctantly, late in the game, withdraw from this discussion. And I often thought, what might it have been like for me to have that job? But I more frequently feel that a happy family is really important to me as a happy executive. What was something you did or a habit you adopted when you were earlier in your career that really contributed to your success throughout the years? Early in my career, I formed a close group of friends. We call ourselves the Posse. And this group has known each other for a very long time and are really truth tellers to one another. And if you're headed in a bad direction or you need advice, having this core group of friends who've known you over time has been hugely helpful to me. What do you realize now about work and work life that you wish you understood when you were first starting out? One thing I wish I knew earlier in my career is that I could have worried less. I worried a lot. Did I have the wrong word in my resume? Did I say the wrong thing at a meeting? And at the end of the day, that's not really how you're evaluated over time. And I could have saved a lot of sleepless nights if I just had the confidence to worry less. So what did you think about that conversation with Sally Sussman? Have you learned to worry less in your career? And what kind of changes did that make in your work life when you did? Let me know on LinkedIn using the hashtag, this is working. And if there's a question you wanna hear in these candid segments with guests, let me know that too. You can reach me at thisisworking at linkedin.com. Big thanks to our team for putting this together. Nina and I will be back next week to bring you more great takeaways. Be well and stay curious.